Hello listeners, welcome to our episode 3 of Righteousness by Faith series. Before we start, we would wish to submit ourselves to God. We shall believe and pray. Father in heaven, come to speak to us. Let us gain your knowledge. Let us gain your understanding. Help me speak the words that are from you. Deny me my words. I pray trusting, believing Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, welcome to our episode 3 of Righteousness by Faith. We would wish to discuss and understand what is faith and belief. The distinction between faith and belief. And uh, I would like to ask to lay, let me lay background information on belief and then faith now belief is an aspect of accepting something or trusting in something it is trusting in the existence of god it is also trusting in the power of god it is also accepting and trusting the word of god uh, but this belief cannot just be successful or cannot translate or bring us to salvation without something. And that was something is what we are going to look at in, in a very shallow way of understanding. I want us to understand belief is just trusting or in existence of something in the power of God's words in the yes but not uh, practicing it, not submitting to it. In other words, belief is the very first stage of faith. It is the very first stage of faith. While faith, it is belief that has been put to work. The faith is a belief that has been put to work. I want us to understand there. And it is only through faith, that is through belief that has been put to work, that we are able to love God. And by loving God, we exhibit pure uh, belief, pure love. Our souls are purified. And it's just through faith, our hearts are renewed, they are transformed. They are sanctified by the word of God. They are transformed into the very image of God. Allow me to read from the pen of inspiration. That is from Steps to Christ. Page number 68. Paragraph number 2. Ellen Goldwhite writes and says, When we speak of faith, there is a distinction that should be born in mind. There is a kind of belief that is wholly distinct from faith. The existence and the power of God, the truth of his word, are the facts even Satan and his hosts cannot deny at a heart. Uh, if you read the book of James 2.19, it says even devils or evil believe in the existence of God 
and tremble. But so what? What is wrong with devil? Uh, uh, that cannot be faith. They believe, but that is not still faith. Because faith uh, must be believed that has been put to work. The only thing devil does, he recognizes the power of God, of course, existence, and also trust in the word of God. But the problem is submission. To submit to this word, putting into action the words that he believes is what is the problem. Uh, but then I'll continue. Devils also believe. But this is not faith. That is what Ellen White writes. Where there is not only a belief in God's word, but submission of his will. Where the heart is yielded and the affection fixed upon him, that is God. Here is faith. So the only difference between belief and faith is faith is belief that has been put to action. Faith, belief that has led us to submit to the will of God. Our love, our affection has been fixed to God because of the aspect that belief has brought. And this is what is called faith. Faith that works by love, yes, and provides the soul. Through this faith, the heart is renewed in the image of God. That is from Steps to Christ, page 68, paragraph 2. So I want us to understand that way. So faith is a belief put to work. Or belief is a, you must put belief to work. You must submit. You must, your knowledge about God's power, your acknowledgement about God's words and belief must lead you to have faith, must lead you to love God, must lead you to submit to His will. And I want us to see an aspect, a very genuine faith can bring in our life as a Christian. We will read from the book of First John chapter 5, verses number 4. 1 John chapter 5, verses number 4. This is what the Bible says. Just a minute. First John chapter 5, verse number 4. I want to read exact as it says. It says. First John 5, 4, it says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Uh, something that triggers my mind here is, we are able to overcome the world. We are able to overcome the lustful desires. We are able to overcome evil. We are able to overcome trials. We are able to live the beauty of the world in courts only through faith. And this also reminds me of something spoken to the seven churches in Revelation. That after every, after, after every church, uh, this is the promise that is given. To him that overcometh, 
gifts, the promises given. To the church of Ephesus in Revelation 2, 7 says, the last part, to him that overcometh, I will give to him the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. To the church of Smyrna, that is Revelation 2, 11, it says, he that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. To the church of Pergamos, that is Revelation 2, 17. To him that overcometh, I will give him of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. And then to the church of Theatira, that is Revelation 2, 26. And he that overcometh and keepeth my work unto the end, to him I will give power over the nations. And then to the church of Sardis, or Sardis, uh, in Revelation 3, 5 says, To him that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in the white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. To the church of Philadelphia, that is Revelation 3.12. He that overcometh, I will make a pillar in a temple of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. To the church of Laodicea, that is Revelation 3.21 says, to him that overcometh, I will grant him to sit with me in my father's throne, even as I also overcame, and I am set down with my father in his throne. All those are promises that Jesus gives to church of every generation, and it is promises that are salvational. It is all his salvation. So this also speaks to us that it is only through faith that we are able to overcome the world and through overcoming the world we are able to gain salvation so faith is a great aspect it is vital it is the key aspect in our salvation and that is why we need really to understand this subject of faith this subject of faith uh, I believe somewhere we are I've gotten the concept of what is belief and faith. Belief is just mere understanding and acknowledging and trusting in God's power and work, but not submitting to it. While faith, it is it is it is belief that has been put to work by submission, by love, pure love of God. And also through faith, we are able to understand of visible things that were created by invisible power that is by the word of god if you read from the book of uh, hebrews chapter number 11 verse 3 says through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god i want us to understand that is something that we cannot test we cannot test by any means uh, either laboratory experiment or what but it is only faith 
that because the Bible speaks of who God is, of his power, of his creative power by the word of mouth, and because we have believed and submitted to it, we are able to understand to, uh, that the, the world and everything and the universe was formed and framed from the word of God. So that things which are seen not made of things which appear. That we are not to walk by the sight, but we are to walk by faith. Yes, uh, uh, and I want us to understand there is something that faith is joined to. There is something that faith is tied to. Uh, I want us to turn to the book of Revelation, chapter number 14, in verse number, number 12. There is something which is very key. Uh, or a condition that will make the faith we receive in Jesus Christ or in God to save us. Revelation 14.12 says, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. Now, there is something that is tied to faith. The patience of the saints patience of the saints. Saints are people who keep the commandment of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. So there's something interesting that has been attached to faith. That is the commandment of God. So uh, we need to understand. I know we understand what is commandment of God. But what is this faith of Jesus Christ? I want us to read from Revelation 12, 17. It says, And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, there is a remnant there, and sat and dragon is wroth, is angry with the woman. We understand woman is the figure of the church. This is uh, a church and this dragon Satan makes war with this remnant. Remnant is some people or something that remains from where others are lost or maybe are destroyed. Of, of <coughs> sorry, <coughs> and this Satan is interested to make war with a, with a woman and the remnant of a seed, the people who remains. And why is this Satan uh, rode angry with the woman? Because they keep the commandment of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now comparing to the text that we read in 14.12 of Revelation, it spoke of commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. Now if we substitute, in the Revelation 14.12 it was commandments and the faith. In this Revelation 12.17 it is commandment and the testimony of Jesus Christ. So we get to understand that the faith and testimony of Jesus Christ is the same. But we do not understand still this. What is this faith of Jesus Christ? And what is this testimony of Jesus Christ? We will get to book of Revelation still. Chapter number 19, verse 10. It says, And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See, thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant. And mon and of thy brethren 
that I have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Oh, I will got to understand. Now, in Revelation 14, 12, faith is attached to one thing. That is commandment of God. Here is the patience of the saints. They keep the commandment and the faith of Jesus Christ. Then we want to see what is this faith of Jesus Christ. In 12, uh, 17 of Revelation, we saw that this faith of Jesus Christ is the testimony of Jesus Christ. And then what is this still the testimony of Jesus Christ or the faith of Jesus Christ? And in Revelation 19.10, it tells us it is the spirit of prophecy. Amen. We thank God for that understanding. I want to say something here, very critical. Faith is attached to the commandment or joined to the commandment. They work together. And this faith, we get, we have understood it is the testimony of Jesus Christ, which is the spirit of prophecy. Everyone who is to be the saint or everyone who is to be a professed true Christian must have these two things in mind. Must keep the commandment of God, have faith of Jesus Christ, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ and the spirit of prophecy. Brethren, there are people who reject the spirit of prophecy of the writings of Ellen White. They do not take it as defined, as inspired. And this is what the Bible says. The saints is a people from two that have these two things. Keep the commandment and the testimony of Jesus Christ, which is the faith of Jesus Christ and which is the spirit of prophecy. So if you disregard the spirit of prophecy, uh, how? I don't know how I can say, but I believe you understood up to this point what I mean. Uh, maybe another question that has just come, how is the law of God established in the heart? Well, uh, we understand from Romans 3, let's just get there. Romans 3, 31, it says, Romans 3, 31 says, do we then make for it the law of God through faith? No, God forbid. Yeah, we establish the law. So we are able to establish the law of God uh, through faith. But we cannot make the law of God void through faith. This is what I mean. There are people, there are churches, there are individuals, there are pastors who have taught, who have told people that we are able to live without, uh, uh, we are able to change the law or do something with faith. But James forbids here, I mean, I mean, Paul forbids in the book of Romans 3 that one says, do we then make for the law of God through faith? No, we cannot make the law of God through faith. We do what? Instead, we establish the standing, the royal, the imprints, the given law of God through faith. Of all the commandments God has required of us to do what? To keep them. There are people who even keep the Sunday uh, without any scriptural uh, authority. And because they claim they have accepted the faith of Jesus Christ so they can do their worship on a given day other than which God commandment. That is not what God says. Remember, the book of John uh, 
I believe it's 4 verse uh, 24. It says, God is a spirit. And he, them that worship God should worship him with truth and spirit. God requires a worship that he has instructed us. We cannot worship God and praise God uh, in our own ways. He has the transcript. I don't know how I can say. He has the outline, the order in which he is to be worshipped. And not the order that man has put in place. Uh, I want us to see something interesting about faith and works. The people who say uh, we can... Uh, the people who say work, of course, works cannot save us. But what is this works that is supposed to be in hand or joined together with faith? The book, if you read from the book of James, to uh, from verse number fourteen to twenty-two, it 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 it, it gives a truth. A, a picture of a true faith which is evidenced by work but this work is what we are going to really understand what does it mean to work allow me read from the book of James verse number 2 uh, from 14 it says what doth it profiteth my brethren though a man says he has faith and has not work that is a question can faith save him that is another a question still. If a brother or a sister be naked, that is verse 15, and destitute of a daily need, that is, if a brother is uh, in need of uh, daily needs or uh, uh, basic needs, is not is without basic need. <coughs> and one of you says unto them, Depart in peace, be he warned and filled. With notwithstanding, he gave them not those things which are needful to the body what doth it profit it gives an example that if uh, there's a brother in need of uh, uh, basic needs and you send him away uh, what does it profit you 17 say even so even so faith if it had not works it is death being alone wait james 2 17 says faith without works is death or some version would say faith without action is dead. Now we, are, we will go, we will look at this, what is this works. We will see this works in the context of the Bible. Then 18 says, yeah, a man may say thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show you thee my faith by my works. Now faith from this context is evidence. It is evidenced by the work. The true faith is evidenced by the work. And, the, and what is this works? That is what we need really to understand. What is this works? Uh, the book of Ephesians, we read from the book of Ephesians from 2, 8 to 10, human beings were created unto God's work. If you read from the Bible, every day that God created in the Genesis account of creation, it was good, good, good. Every, everything he created in each day, it was good, good, until the last day, that was very good, because the universe creation was over. Now, man is required to do God's work, work of helping, work of uh, saving, work of 
just doing good it is what man was created out of and it is what man is is expected to to do but this interesting aspect of work that i want us to see here that is connected to faith now to understand work we will get to the very first uh, text where the work is mentioned from the principle of the first mentioned uh, of the bible we are able to understand what is this work and how uh, how it is related to the faith the very first word work is mentioned from genesis chapter number two i believe is first number 15 it says and the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to dress it and to keep it mm-hmm. that is the aspect of work there are two terms we want to to look there there is dressing it man is taken and placed in the garden of eden to do two things one is to dress it and to keep it to dress it and to keep it okay now i want us to understand that to to now uh these keywords i want us to understand is dress and keep dress is from the hebrew word abad which means to to work which is the same as the text given in in in, in james in james 2 17 that work to serve it is the same as this dress which comes from the hebrew words abad which means to work to serve or to tend or to till the garden then also there's also other word keep keep is hebrew word shamar which means to defend or to be a defense or to be a custodian so the concept of work from the first dimension means to 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 keep means to work means to guard means to protect and that was in regard to the garden of eden now when we connect this aspect to the faith or to revelation 14:12 which says keep the commandment and, and 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 the testimony of jesus christ of the faith of jesus christ it means we are able to be custodians uh, we are required to be to protect we are required to preserve the commandments under faith of jesus christ the same word keep that appears in revelation in the new testament is from the greek words teros which means to be custodian of something so what is this we are required to be a custodian of to be to, to protect or to guard or to to that to be our duty or our responsibility that is what is work from james 12 i mean 2 17 work and then we came to genesis when we want to understand the clear concept of work from the first mention which means to be a custodian of something to work for something to guard something or to protect something the same word uh work which is used in james 2 17 it is used it is it is replaced by two words keep and dress in genesis and the same word it is replaced by the word keep 
in Revelation 14:12. Now, what is this that we are required to keep or to be to 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 preserve? These are commandment and the faith of Jesus Christ, and this is the duty of man. Work in Genesis defined the duty and responsibility of man. That is guarding the garden. But in 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 reference to the faith, keeping the commandment. It is keeping the commandment. It is keeping the faith of Jesus Christ. Uh, I want us to get to the book of Ecclesiastes. That is first number, chapter number eleven. I believe it is first number, number thirteen. Uh, I mean, chapter number twelve, uh, first number thirteen. The duty of man that was given in the garden. It is his work, which James says, faith and work goes together and what is this what what we are supposed to work on or to be our to keep in custody or to be our responsibility revelation 14 12 tells us it is the commandment and the faith of jesus christ now i want us to see the conclusion of all this matter by uh, the wise man in ecclesiastes chapter number 12 verse number 13 he says let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Wow, that is beautiful. The duty of man that was given in terms of works in the Garden of Eden was to guard the garden. But when we come to the New Testament in James 2.17, we are told faith and work goes together. And we saw this work of faith in the book of Revelation 14, 12, this keeping the, the, the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ, which is the testament of Jesus Christ, and which is the spirit of prophecy. And then Ecclesiastes tells us that the conclusion of all this matter is to fear God, that is to love God and to keep his commandment, keeping his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. For this is the whole work of man. If you replace in the in in, 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 in James 2 17. It is faith and works. And what is this work? Fearing God and keeping the commandments of God. That is beautiful. We thank God for that for that uh, study. Uh, there's a question that has been asked from from the podcast and I would wish maybe to address in this in this in this episode. What will the trying of our faith produce in life well that question asks by trials uh, trials what will faith the trials of our faith what will it produce in our lives we need to turn to the book of first i mean james 1 3 says knowing this that that the trying of your faith worketh patience uh the trying of our faith it worketh patience uh by the trials of life we are able to become patient we are able to gain more faith we are able to be strong it is through trying of our faith is when our belief and trust in god is refined trials makes always as strong suffering in the cross of christ 
will always make us strong. It refines our faith and trust in God. And every time God reveals to us how faithful he is even in whatsoever circumstances. Well, another question, what will God's remnant touch have? I will, that that has been taken care of in, in the, uh, my first explanation. That is Revelation 14, 12 and Revelation 12, 17. And also you can read Revelation 19, 10. The remnant church will have kept the commandment of God and the faith of Jesus Christ, which is the testament of Jesus Christ and which is the spirit of prophecy. Into what close relationship to God are we brought by faith? Okay, uh, this question is asking what, where, okay, how close will faith bring us close to God? Of course, if you, I'll get a text from Galatians 3 26, which says, uh, By faith we become children of God. We get close to God to the extent that we are children of God through faith. Another question is, When we become children of God, how do we walk? Okay. That is another question. How do we walk when we become children of God? Well, uh, I will answer that question from 2 Corinthians 5, 7. It says, uh, it, we walk by faith and not by sight. So when we become the children of God, we walk by faith, by his invisible promises, by his invisible work and words, by his invisible presence, by belief, strong belief that is evidenced by work. I will answer in that way shortly. Uh, servant, another question says, upon what condition may we expect our prayers to be answered? Well, I'll still get to James 1, 6 says, but let him ask in faith nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of sea driven with the wind and tossed so we are supposed to have a stern faith the standing faith not wavering faith a wavering is a greek word uh, diakrino which means partial or some doubt or stagger so when we ask god in prayers we not we are not supposed to be partial in our faith or not be staggering or doubting in our faith so we need to be of stand faith. We believe. We believe in the power of God's creative work. When God spoke and there was what he commanded. And so when we pray through faith, we expect that we have received that something that very time. But then God will define when, which time is the best in answering your prayers. Because he may give you at that time, and it becomes maybe destructive to you or draws you away from him. What is the ultimate purpose of faith? Thank you. That question I think was covered in Hebrew 11.3. But also Peter, 1 Peter 1, 1.9. Uh, it speaks of salvation. So the, the ultimate purpose of our faith is to lead us to salvation. Without faith, we are not able to please God and we uh, will not gain salvation. I want you to, to, to remember these things as you we conclude this study. Faith is the very simple matter. Uh, it is the confidence in God. That is what Helen White writes in the Youth Instructor, August 30, 1894. So faith is confidence in God, depending upon God's word. If he speaks this, 
it is that that you will believe and you follow because it is God who declares the end from the beginning and who uh, knows everything before even it happens as said faith is simply taking God at his words it is believing what God will do just as he has promised we should be a far greater power for good than we now are if we would comply with the condition that God has laid down in his word and trust him implicitly that is trusting God completely without any doubt that is from Ellen G. White writing Signs of the Times September 9, 1889 so I want us to understand what I believe we will have understood what is faith which is faith it is belief that has been put to work and belief is the first step of faith and faith is also attached or joined to one thing that is two things that is keeping the commandment of god and that which is the duty of man i believe this study has answered the questions we thank god for bringing us this far we shall finish there i shall pray and then God bless his work. Father in heaven, thank you for speaking to me and speaking with me or speaking to others through me. I pray that this message be made clear, precise in the minds of the listeners uh, and the understanding and draw men close to you. I pray this trusting and believing in Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.